0: Hello, hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of The Hungry Bleak Show. This is the year in review oh 2023. <laughs> you raggedy. We're not going to do that here. We don't, we don't use that kind of language here. We don't. <clears throat> but I'm only one person. And I mean, there's 365 days in a year, as Anita Baker told us. So I need some help. I'm, I'm only one person. I've only got 10 hands. I've only got 10 hands. What the hell? I've only got 10 fingers. I, I just gave away my whole mutant power that I got 10 hands. I shouldn't have even told y'all that. Now I got, now I got to deal with Sentinels and Trask and Mr. Sinister is gonna try to do stuff on the island. We, oh, we don't want that. But what we do want is some help here. So I brought in just two of the best people possible. You, they've been here before, let's get them in. First off, <clears throat> this one's for a certain person that, likes, that has science drinks. This is, this is, he is the cinema CEO. He is the cinema. God, this is Michael Williams, y'all. Hello, Gabna. <laughs> <laughs> now you're giving a poppy response. You just <laughs> killed the whole bit, damn it. And, <laughs> and next up is as always one of my favorite artists, one of the best people possible. Um, incredible creative person. Uh, just art is diabolical and just dynamic. Uh, my hip hop guru and my food buddy, as always, folks. This is Takia Marie. Hey, everybody,
1: how you doing? Uh, I don't have an intro like Mike had. Sorry. <laughs> no,
0: no, His, no. is it is.
1: <laughs> hey, Mike stole a show on that. But I don't have anything like that in the chamber. Sorry, guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I had to. I haven't been around for a while. So, you know. <laughs> I many years have I been giving you that intro, Mike? And you just know sell so it. you just like, yeah. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up, you can you give me a little nibble of something, brother? Get something. <laughs> <laughs> so, twenty twenty three has been a roller coaster year. Actually, the last few years have been roller coaster years. So it should be no different. Yes. But we're kind of living in the golden age, quote unquote, he- heavy quote unquote, golden age of geek culture. Whether it's movies or gaming or. Comics or uh, you know wrestling, like whatever it is in that spectrum. I think we're living in a golden age. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. So I mean, this year a lot is going on, but let's start with uh, the thing that we we were just kind of just talking about right now: movies and series. We had a lot going on with that. So as far as like you know, in theater, um, at home, uh, streaming services galore. Um, some merging, some um, uh, uh, be, um, hopping on bandwagons and such like that. Kind of like uh, shout out to Disney for putting Hulu on their app. I'm really mm-hmm. enjoying that little service. If anybody wants to <laughs> tell um, the mouse, if anybody works for the mouse and you want to tell them, I'm kind of digging that. Uh, <laughs> just I, I think it's a very smart thing. Uh, you know what have you? But <clears throat> Michael, since you are the cinema CEO, you are the cinema god um <laughs> what would you say was a movie that was probably the best movie that now let let me clarify what was the best movie that you think there is but also what was the most fun movie that you would say
2: oh yeah that, that's a
0: hard one. <laughs> um you want to think about it for a minute and i'm gonna ask oh, oh, i got it i got it
2: um, you got it all right, all right, I all keep right, right. Me, me and taquille were talking about this before the show started um the okay. most fun movie to me was uh The Marvels. Mm. And I know there's this whole counter narrative against it that it was a flop and all this other stuff. I, I'm not getting into that because I don't put stock into that nonsense. I mean if you if you're gonna if you're gonna <laughs> say that mcu that technically are flops against most of their bigger hits, right? So mm-hmm. there's there's that. But um, as far as it just being a, a straight, fun-filled action movie that does its little bit of world-building and all of that, and also being one of the tightest Marvel movies I've ever seen, it really really, really is a good movie. I, I wish more people would see it. I wish more people would stop buying into the narrative that it's not good, because it is. Um, but it's really fun, and I think you'll be rewarded, very much so, <laughs> at, at the end for that mid-credits. But, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um... The other movie that I'm going to talk about that I thought surprisingly was the best movie that I saw this year, and I had little, no expectations for it, because it's not a movie that is even geared towards me at all, was Barbie. And that's a movie I did not want to see. I did not want to see it. I was like, oh, this movie can't be good. I was like, this movie can't be good. Little did I know that it's not only spectacle, which you would expect for a movie like Barbie, but you stay for the subtext that's in this movie busting at the seams of subtext about society and how women are treated and... Everything like it's the surprise movie of the year for me. Wow. Okay.
1: Wow. Okay. I still haven't seen Barbie, but I actually do want to see it because so many people have talked about it, yeah. and
0: I think it's premiering this it weekend on
1: Max. Apparently, so
0: it, 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 <laughs> yeah, it, it is premiering this weekend on Max.
2: It is mm-hmm. okay. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna spoil it for you to hear because watch it and I mean in all fairness you you might not like it and that's okay but it's not what you think right like mm-hmm. the trailers make it seem like it's going to be what you think it would be but uh-huh. it's not it's not in any way shape or form and it's it's just crazy. It's crazy how much... It's crazy the, the misdirect that this movie becomes as you're crazy. watching. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> my, my brother saw it, and mm-hmm. he, he did the double feature. He did Oppenheimer and he did Barbie. And he was like, Barbie was so good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I did not expect him to come back. Like, Barbie was that yes. he... <laughs>
0: yes.
1: I mean the only
2: the, the only way I and this isn't even a really good dis, good description or good comparison, but the only comp to Barbie that I can think of is Toy Story. Oh, cool. but in rev, but almost in reverse, right? Like. What if, what if the, this isn't even a really good comparison. What if the toys in Toy Story became aware of themselves in the real world, right? Like, what if they somehow got out of Andy's room and actually lived the lives that they were living? Mm -hmm. That's the only way I can kind of describe Barbie to you without really messing it up for you.
1: <laughs> like it's
2: it's almost like that.
1: No, no lie. Like, mm-hmm. and I and I know women who have seen it, but I was surprised at the mm-hmm. amount of guys who were like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, because it's it's definitely like I don't think it's marketed that way, but mm-hmm. but uh uh, and, and, I, and I shouldn't say I, I was surprised. I'm happy to see that I should say is yes. more accurate because because it shows that anybody can enjoy anything. You know
0: what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, but that's the that's I I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> um, I wanted to see that before I saw Oppenheimer, which I don't want to see at all. Um, because yeah. I just don't want to see another movie glorifying a white man doing mass um mass uh, extinction type stuff. But I, every person I have saw, they were like, oh, my gosh, like people were it's at the point, you know, when something's really big and it's good when people start going, oh, my God, can y'all stop talking about Barbie? Is it mm-hmm. really that serious? <laughs> I mean, for them, they like it. and they're like, oh, I didn't know how many people this is how I knew that you weren't the movie isn't what you think. Of. Like you were saying when people were saying, oh, my God, I didn't know. So many people on my on my friends, or some people that I knew, were into Barbie, and I'm like, maybe they're not into Barbie. Maybe they're into the story that's being told in Barbie, mm-hmm. and it's hitting and it's resonating on a level that we need in society. Maybe that's it. So that's when I was like, okay, so I'll go to see because it's not my it's, it's not my thing, no. and I'm not like Ryan Gosling. I you know give or take, and Margot Robbie could give or take but everyone's been saying how there's a layer and then a la- another layer. So I definitely, so I'll watch it this weekend since it's premiering on uh, max. No, that was not product placement folks. I completely, <laughs> I have so many issues with every treatment <laughs> as possible. There's <laughs> no the way that anyone, any one of them is paying me for anything. If anything, they'll probably pay me to not mention them on the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> What about you, Takiya? What were like? Uh, what what was the most fun for you? And is a movie that you that they saw that you were like, yeah, that was really like it was really just great.
1: Um, they cloned Tyrone. I really liked that movie. That movie really Thank hit.
0: Thank you.
1: That that was a great movie, and it okay. was so nuanced. And first of all, everybody was great. John Boyega is always great. Everybody was so great in it. And I like that we're starting to see more of those kinds of movies and black people making more of those kinds of movies um, mm-hmm. um, because there's a lot to say and like there's a way to use those genres to talk about a lot of things. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I watched it with Robbie. we were it's funny it's it has a message it. You know, it has all those layers, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I don't know if it—I don't know if it uh, won any any awards or got nominated, but I'm pretty sure it should be.
0: Uh, I'm not sure because I don't really follow that stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it, yeah, you, yeah, that movie was not what I was thinking. I I I watched it with with someone, and we were sitting there watching it, and. It was, it It was just, it was probably <clears throat> maybe my, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. And for it to be on streaming, that shows that streaming continuously is leveling, 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 leveling. Everybody thought that the, 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 the top of the heap as far as streaming movies and West it's was when, um was uh, The Irishman. Mm. Um. I, which... I never watched that
1: because I couldn't give up four hours a month. <laughs>
0: If you have time in 2024, like six months, and you'll be able to finish it, you'll, you'll be fine. Some people are still watching it, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, it was long, it was unnecessarily long, Unness, yeah. but what have you? Um, what movie was really fun for you?
1: Oh, a really fun movie. Um, you know what? I went to see Elemental with my brother oh. and my. My niece mm-hmm. and I really liked it. I really liked it a lot. I like, first of all, people don't know this about me, but I'm actually a pretty big fan of romance stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> will they won't they?
1: Yeah, I sorry, love I it. even though I know they will, you will always get me with the will they. It's two, there's two types of stories you can tell <laughs> that will always get me. It's will mm-hmm. they won't they, even though I know they will. And the robot uprising destroying humanity. For some-, <laughs> yes. Yes. For some reason, those two things get me every time. Yes. Um, and you know, <laughs> elemental. Elemental had uh, you know a lot of things about it having to do with. Uh, um. Under undertones of like issues with immigration or, you know, two two different groups of people clashing and where do they find their place with each other, things mm. like that. But there was also, I think the thing that I liked about the story a lot was um, one of the main characters is constantly crying and he's a guy. <laughs> okay. So they, so I think they wanted to kind of tackle that, <laughs> that idea of masculinity right off the bat. And then there's also the, the whole thing of like the expectation uh, of what your parents want you to do versus what you, want, you actually want to do. And, um, or not even just your parents but just like people in general. And as an artist who is going through that kind of thing, that kind of resonated with me. So um, I really liked how they tackled that in the movie. And just, it was like visually just a beautiful movie. Um, so I know it's on Disney plus now. So like, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend checking it out, but I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, see folks, somebody was mounting a streaming service and there's no nobody's being paid for anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if
1: they want to <laughs> slide me a check, I'm not going to
0: say no. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad, seeing as how they did what I told them to do during the pandemic. But you know, that's beside the point. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah it, bro. Uh, yeah, I, Elemental. I haven't seen. I haven't really gotten into any Disney animated movies since, uh, um, Soul. Mm. Soul. Soul was really good too. Soul hit me in such because mm-hmm. it was it was just so good. Um, yeah. It, they that they, they clone Tyrone was just everything. It was it was so well done and acted and paced beautifully and yeah it definitely it definitely was that movie and I, I love how each of the characters um Fontaine Yo-Yo and Slick I think mm-hmm. were names, yeah. each character was almost like a, a different viewpoint of how we would see it. One person might laugh and, you know, try to make jokes about it. Another person might see conspiracy everywhere. And another Mm -hmm. person is just trying to get to the facts and figure out how to do it. And I love how they each embodied a different thought process or a a different viewpoint of it, especially for Black folks. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, some of us are conspiracy theorists. You know, some of us are just trying to figure out, okay, well, I've been through all these websites and read reports, so I want to figure out what's actually going on. And some of us Mm -hmm. are like, Look, Black Folk got to make jokes, because if we don't, we ain't never going to get through the day. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. got to make a joke about everything. So I yeah. love that fact of it. Um, it. It's definitely one that I want to rewatch, because it was there. I, mean, I know there are so many million things that you might miss if, if you're watching it. Yeah. It's great. Um, me, most fun, I want to say, um, it's a toss-up for me. Uh, it's a toss-up between Blue Beetle.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And uh Marvels.
2: Yeah. Oh, Blue okay. Beetle
0: at the time when I saw Blue Beetle, there was a lot going on here in Jersey as far as um uh being displaced. Mm-hmm. There was actually a huge um building where the landlord was a, was was a slumlord, and the building was just in and like, I think all of a sudden people came home and the entire building was condemned. It, it had been condemned for months, and the landlord ne- never said anything about it so all these people were pushed out and they happened to mostly be mexican families
1: mm-hmm.
0: so watching blue beetle that hit me and resonated very much for me love the cast it was about familia and no i'm not trying to be funny about fast 10 or Vin diesel what have you this was literally about family and um, it was so culturally there because they were like you know just there with him and they were like they all knew his identity and they're like okay well we gotta figure this out how how are we gonna get this out of them George Lopez stole the movie for me i mean as as a George Lopez fan for years stand up comedy and everything um he he stole the movie as uh Rudy so fun uh just amazing cast susan Sarandon kind of phoned it in but I mean you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: she wasn't gonna be in the sequel so yeah whatever <laughs> For real, <laughs> For real. For real. Um, that, This was necessary, but I love the fact that even the um, the head big bad. Um, I'm trying to remember the character's name. Uh, Valtrax. Val- no, that's no, no, no. That's a medicine. Um, Kiltrax. I'm trying trying to remember his name. Um, he was on Sons of Anarchy, so he's a favorite of mine as far as an actor, and I believe that he's of um, Indigenous. Um, and Mexican descent, I want to say. Mm-hmm. But even that and his backstory and figure out why he was the big bad and why he was there with this. And this is a character that, again, was that kind of B, C, D level even character, possibly. And this movie, if anything, I believe really raised up the bar for that character and their notoriety. It was so much fun. Loved it. Um, Funny, goofy. This was a family like 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 you could take your family to go watch this and it was fun but it's still enough for adults. Uh special effects were beautiful. Um you know it was just a really amazing. Marvels was <sighs> Marvels was so much and deserved so much better. In a year of flops. A lot of flops. A lot of, a lot of movies flopped. Let's let's stop going and saying who saw Napoleon.
1: <laughs> oh <Uh-oh. laughs> Shots
0: no. By it. <laughs> no? Okay, cool. Did anybody even know that came out? People were saying movies had come out, and I was like, I ain't even heard of that. Pers- I, ain't, I ain't even heard of, hear of that movie. So there were a lot of movies that came out that were flops, but we wanted to focus in on MCU because MCU is the thing that's that's hot now. You know, every generation or what have you, there are different um hot genres. At one time, it was Westerns. At one time, it was like, you know, mobster gangster movies. At one time, it was, um, you know, like um, uh, um, like a undercover cop movies. Like, yeah. every generation um, has movies. It just happens that at this point, it's superhero movies, and MCU is the top dog in that fight. That's not me being biased. I'm not, because I could set them both on fire and be fine, because I'm indie through and through. But seeing, but that's the top dog that's there. It is. Yeah. So, and it should be
1: fine, right?
0: <laughs> it I mean, should be
1: like you said. Like everything goes through goes yeah. through those trends, and but, you have filmmakers who are like, "But it's not real cinema." Like,
0: but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. Like at certain, like if you watch some of the old westerns, you'll go, "You got kidding me, man!" But there are movies where you like, like Shane. That final scene has always been debated: Is he alive? Is he dead? You, you know what I mean? So everyone has that. But when you have that that old mindset, you don't know how to evolve. Not Again, I'm not trying to be funny. I don't have a dog in the fight. Martin Scorsese is iconic. The dude made great movies, but he's only made one kind of goddamn movie. Let's let's be real. He's only made really one kind of movie. He does it well. If you are looking for somebody to make that kind of movie, he does that. That's like saying Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler does what he does with his movies is really good. He knows how to make those movies. I wouldn't give him like, you know, as, as far as directing, because I know his, his dramatic acting is in, incredible, impeccable.
1: Mm-hmm. Comedic
0: actors are always really good at dramatics, so people don't really realize that for some reason. Um, Robert yeah. Williams. But mm-hmm. yeah, so people want to come out to Marvels. I don't think it was all because of racism and misogyny, which it was, yes. But I think also people are just, there is that fatigue. It is real. Stop saying it's not real. It is a real thing. But this movie was fun. I went into it with no expectations and came out just fun. I go into movies without expectations. It was fun. I loved seeing three female leads in a big box office MCU movie, one black, one brown, one white being together it was such a good movie and it was so much fun and seeing them it looked like they were legitimately having fun on set mm-hmm. it looked yeah. like they legitimately enjoyed each other and even when they were trying to figure out their powers and how to team up i loved it the little kind of almost bollywood-esque planet i thought mm-hmm. was such a great break from the- <laughs> i was like because sometimes marvel movies have a formula mm-hmm. and that's why I, I, I always fall asleep about an hour and 40 minutes into a marvel movie r- the last couple years because there's always that formula and there's a part where it drags. Let's mm-hmm. the let's call a fish a fish. It's a flounder, and it drags. This one when that when I felt that, and come. I was like, oh. and I felt that scene came up, and I was like, oh snap, yeah, this is okay. And they had this thing. Instead of, they had this thing of talking. I loved it. Um, I loved the chemistry. I love and had the best after credit or mid credit scene of any MCU movie. <laughs> The biggest. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna say anything. Well, you know, none. Screw it. Yeah, we got the introduction of Hank McCoy, Doctor Hank McCoy, excuse me, AKA Beast. So in this planet, on on in this universe, the X Men exist. That's very important. That's one of the biggest MCU things because everybody's been salivating at that. We got that. It was just fun. I loved it and. It was not long as hell. Like Mike said, it was tight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And also, and I'm not going to say, oh, congratulations to her. I'm going to say congratulations to Marvel to getting their first Black female director.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not going to say yeah. congratulations to her because she's done the work. She's proven herself. It's time for these companies to start proving themselves by getting these directors and these writers. And it was... And Nia,
1: me. Nia is she's an actual nerd, too. Like. yes. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. she's actually into video games and all all mm-hmm. the all the nerdy stuff that we talk about. She's at like I saw an interview where she was talking about uh some of her inspiration behind some of the scenes. She was talking about Final Fantasy and all, mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> and
0: and mm-hmm. it's funny the thing that fans have been yeah. wanting for so because we had a lot of directors that didn't. No, oh, I'm not in the comic book tonight, whatever. And they would be mad. And then we got somebody who's into the stuff and who used it and, and influenced the movie, and they're like. They're still mad. So, again, again, I'm not going to get into the topic, but you know who you are. Because you don't wash. You know who you are. Draws dirty right now. You know who you are. (laughs) Talking about this mess. You know. Ain't seen a washcloth since it's seen you. You know. Washcloth dry as bones right now in this thing because you ain't been washing. You know. But I ain't got nothing else to say about that because I don't want to insult nobody. I'm just saying.
1: But can we talk about Amon Velani for a minute? Oh how yes, we can. Yes, she,
0: that was going to be. She yes.
1: ran away with that movie. Oh my gosh! I don't know how you watch that and not come back. Like she is something. She is something Aman, else.
2: Amande cool. Vellani, Aman Vellani is us. If you really mm. want,
1: to. like she yes. is
2: the nerd who somehow got into the MCU. She mm-hmm. literally represents mm-hmm. all of us. When you hear her talk about things, she talks from the perspective of me or Antonio or you, Takiya. Like mm-hmm. she is not afraid to share her opinion, what she thinks works, what doesn't work, what should happen, what doesn't happen.
1: Right.
0: She's, she's having the best year to me. Yeah, she's. A she link.
1: just yeah she's amazing and like Mm -hmm. even even just like acting wise she brings Mm -hmm. so much personality oh yeah that role Mm -hmm. and you feel you feel like when you watch her you feel like she's someone who's just trying to figure it out like she's just she's just like a teenager Mm -hmm. who's trying to figure out Mm -hmm. life and having these powers and how to Mm -hmm. like where she fits in in the world mm-hmm. and still honoring her culture while still you know trying to move through move through life as a superhero like it's mm-hmm. just she brings so much to it and it's yeah you know she's just fun to watch and all of them all of them were great but I just I just wanted to point her out just because um yeah. she's kind of fresh you know you know yeah, she's exactly. like new she's she's new in the game, I guess, of making movies, uh, kind of. So, you know, I just wanted to give her her flowers because she's doing a fantastic job. And the chemistry between all three of them, between uh, Teyana Paris and Brie Larson and Imam Vellani, was excellent. I loved it.
0: Mm -hmm. It reminded me of, like, when, you know, when you had the original Avengers, mm
1: -hmm. it was
0: that kind of chemistry. But it took them how long to get that chemistry? To really do it? Where this it it felt like honestly like they just had a ball doing this and I I, I love that feeling from it that's why it was right. so much fun right and that's
1: oh go ahead sorry I didn't mean
0: to oh no no go ahead
1: I was just gonna say and not to to put a negative spin on it but I do think it needs to be addressed that's why it's disappointing to see um you know kind of like the controversy quote unquote, surrounding this because here you have people who, one of them is an absolute nerd, as Mike pointed out, Mm -hmm. and they all just got together and wanted to make a great movie. And I think at some point we're going to have to start talking about how this anger over things changing in comics because certain people don't think that it should change or certain people don't think that we should have certain kinds of representation and blah, blah, blah is gonna kill it for all of us. Because right now, you know, from what I understand, Brie Larson is getting pretty tired of it. And I think a lot of actors are, are eventually gonna go, do I really wanna do Marvel? Because it's such a long commitment. You have all these toxic fans coming at you. You People get doxxed, people get like all kinds of, you know this BS behavior is gonna kill it for all of us. People have, people have grown up with Marvel comics and have been saying for the longest time that they wanted them to do the movies right. And now you are getting everything you wanted, and it's still not good enough. And you're gonna kill it, for for everyone, you know. Because for and I'm talking about the entitled fan base here—the the people who, you know, don't want to see things like the Marvels, don't want to see black women directors don't want to see diversity or inclusion in any of these things. And for what, like it was a fun movie and they work hard to give you what they're giving you. And that doesn't mean that every Marvel movie is above criticism, but this is not legit criticism. This is, I don't like seeing women on screen or I don't like seeing people of color on screen. I don't fault anyone who has like a legit criticism of the movie, but it can't be that, you know. So, I don't know, man. I want to keep watching them, so I, I need y'all to get it together.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah. I couldn't give a fuck about those people, and yes, I did uh-huh. just use the word fuck on the show. That's twice. Yeah. Um, I'll find yeah. myself. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I have. I'm, I'm at the point self. where, yeah, for real. you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I'm making a medium buck, so I can do it, yeah. Um, I don't even... I'm past the point where I even care about them, because I have to yeah. go... They're they're going to do what they do. I need to think about um, supporting it, talking about it, saying it's good, enjoying it. I need to do that, because they're doing these movies, and they're always... Unfortunately, geek culture is so stagnant, and just staying in one spot. We want all this. Oh, we got it. Oh, but I don't want it like that. So Right. What you you mean exactly like how it is in the comics? Well, yeah, but can we do it differently? And everybody's mad and everything. That's why I stay off of social media for the most part. Um, but I I saw a guy who was a writer and a um a, a comic book creator, and he was talking about the movie and he was like cheering it. and I was like yeah great and, he, and then he at the end he was talking about like oh you know black woman director and everything I'm, like yeah and then he said yeah well if you like this then go read my comic I was like your comic is nothing like this movie what in the hell so he was like grifting just to do that. And I was like, this is what's happened. And we're getting all these naysayers, and I'm just like, if you didn't like the movie, that's cool. Everybody not like... But like you were saying, an actual... Be constructive with your criticism. Not just like, I don't like it because that's not the superhero that I want. Then don't watch it. You know right. you didn't like the superhero, so why'd you watch it in, in the first place? It, right. it, it doesn't but, make any sense. Everything is so backwards, so I... I have this conversation, but then I go, nobody wants to hear it. So I just go... I'm I'm going to keep talking about supporting it and just saying how incredible and fun it was. And when it comes on a uh, Disney Plus, I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to show my mother. Cuz I oh, just yeah. I I can't deal with it. I I can't.
1: I I agree with you. Like we definitely should support it. I think I think my my concern is if I were acting in Marvel movies and every 2 seconds someone was you know getting on me because I'm a woman or because, you know, just like arbitrary things, I would not want to make right, I would not want to make those movies anymore and Mm. from what it sounds like I can see the actors going in that direction like, Mm. it's not worth it to make a Marvel movie because it's such a long commitment and all you do is get you know, shitted on by the fans and Mm. you know, and that's not true across the board there are plenty of us who have mm-hmm. some sense and don't mm-hmm. act like that but i'm just saying just surrounding what happened with the marvels and what happened with captain marvel when it first came out mm-hmm. surrounding Bree Larson like people were mad because she wanted to do a press tour and wanted hurt people of color to interview her yeah. you know and then and then i think that that now has you know um continued on with the marvels people were still mad about that initial thing so that's my point it's not really about it's not really about catering to them it's i can see the actors getting tired of the bullshit you know
0: oh no i i I totally agree and and larson is very outspoken to begin with Mm
1: -hmm. so this just makes
0: it more outspoken because this is a huge thing i don't blame because they probably looked at the original like that infinity saga and was like oh it'll be like that yeah, realizing that it was like that for them, but now because fans know more and there's more, and because there's a changing of the guard in essence, right? And these new actors are like, oh, well, I didn't like her in this, so then don't watch that. This is a different project, a different movie, a different character. Some of y'all need to
1: just get get off the internet and go learn how to write, so you can write your own stories, so you can do exactly. Dear God, what you no, because do, no,
0: no, no, because then they're gonna are they're, they're gonna be like the all time Kickstarter hive because they're. I'm not even going to get into that with that one person. I'm well, not even...
2: You know, I don't, I don't
0: well, even think that's what it is, though.
2: I, I think <clears throat> there is a segment of this fan base in Marvel that doesn't even understand the history of what Marvel has always been, right? Like, Absolutely. Stanley often says that he wanted Marvel to be representative of the world outside your window right? So this idea that you have zealots, because that's exactly what it is. It, it's zealots <laughs> that think, okay, well, Marvel shouldn't be woke. And Marvel, which you, 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 first of all, you're using the term woke wrong. That's number one. Uh-huh. And two, this idea that, well, it should not represent Multiculturalism or representation or anything is insane. Like that's what Marvel has always been. If you go back and look at the history, that's what it's been. So why is it that you think now in 2023, you know, <clears throat> Trumpism? <clears throat> let's turn back mm-hmm. all the clock on everything and 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 make it all simple and, and look just like you know, us and nobody else is absurd. Like it's absurd.
0: Well, it depends yeah. because when they say the world outside your window, what do they see when they look outside their window though?
1: Yeah, but That's always was, been the
0: one thing I've always had. A, I, I know what the spirit of that is, but then I go, yeah. well, yeah, Stanley, Lebowitz, because I call <laughs> him by, because I call him by what his mama called him. <laughs> what are they seeing outside their window? And what are they choosing to see outside their window? Yeah,
2: but choosing What's in their neighborhood, choosing and what actually is happening are two different things.
0: Yes, that's what they should realize. But they're choosing. Like there are certain things that they have to know. There's no way mm. that you can be that in the clouds. But they'll choose to.
2: They're mm. choosing
0: to be this ignorant. They're choosing to be this. I, I shouldn't say yeah. ignorant because ignorant is you just don't have the knowledge. And you once you get it, you're good. Mm. they're choosing to be this dumb. Mm. They're choosing to be this hateful, mm-hmm. truthfully, to look at it and go, "This isn't what it is." It's the the, the same fans who love X Men and who love Star Wars are usually the people who are so bigoted and don't understand. It. And you're like, you realize, mm-hmm. like, excuse me, not Star Wars, Star Trek. Put your chairs and your forks down, people. Please, God, calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My bad. My bad, y'all. <laughs> but you see how Star Trek is, and it's like this. On the surface, because you know we we've seen a dark side of Star Trek on surface, it's this utopia. Mm-hmm. Where you yeah. have everybody getting together and working together, different planets and different uh, uh peoples from all over the galaxy and universe. But then you'll say, but then those will be the same people who will watch that and cheer, but then will be mad about people of color, of people who are um of different identities whether it's a sexual identity um whether it's a racial identity but people who they identify differently than getting roles or doing whatever and they'll be mad about it you do realize what you are what 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 you've been watching for Mm -hmm. 10 20 years whatever and x-men same thing x-men is like the biggest (laughs) Yes, I mean it. It doesn't make any sense. You have the two sides, but it's it's. We got a little deep into the weeds on on this one, folks. But it's a serious yeah. thing, and I would like to actually talk about this at another time, where we could just completely lambaste all of you. But let's go into who did you think had the best twenty twenty three, as far as actors and directors, or even a, a character. Who who do you think had the best one? I'm going to go with Taki on this.
1: Oh, man, because I was like, hey, this is a hard one.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Then I'll go first.
1: Okay. Mine
0: is Monica Rambeau.
1: Okay.
0: Monica Rambeau not only had a limited series written by Eve L. Ewing, which I enjoyed so much, and mm-hmm. at the end of the first issue, she's like, I need some space, and she goes and flies out into space, because she's had a hell of a day, and I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Then we get Monica in the Marvels, which again, like I said, was such a fun movie and unreal. So to have that caliber of writer and then to get her own limited series. And Auntie Monica's been around for... that. She's been around so long, I can't even say the year. I gotta go... That's how long she's been around. And Tiana brought her to life in such an incredible way. Um, And she was one of the most integral parts of WandaVision. Because a lot of us were watching in WandaVision, obviously for Wanda and Vision, but also for Monica, because we wanted to see what was going to happen. This has been a character who has literally had one of the most traumatic events of you're sitting at your parents' bedside and you're blipped. And then you come back five years later, everything's going crazy, and you find out that they've passed while you were gone. Then to be brought back in another universe... And who you think is your mother is sitting there, and you're like, "Oh, thank you." And she's like, "I don't know who you." Are. And you find out it's a whole thing. So Monica Rambeau to me had the best year and the best comeback of anything. I, I think she's head, head and shoulders. She she had a, a a really great. And that's actually, you know what? I'm gonna say between her and Blade. Hmm. Blade has a phenomenally fun comic uh, out right now, which is uh, actually the newest issue just came out this past Wednesday. Um, we're we actually are going to be getting a video game, which has been done by the same people who have done the Spider-Man games for Sony. Um, a trailer dropped for that, and I was like, I watched it about 10 times because I'm a huge Blade fan. Uh, and we're going to be getting a movie? Parentheses, question mark, eventually. But in the time we're, that we're not getting that movie, we're getting this blockbuster series um, from uh, Brian E. Hill and uh, the act, the artist name, she was on Black Widow, you put me onto her Takia um uh, mm-hmm. Casa Grande. I can't remember her last oh. name Um <laughs> the the first the last name sticks with me because I mean you know Casa Grande, you know what I mean? I it just yeah. it, it, it hits and my now soul. I'm like too. Um but I I want to say those, those those are my two characters. Blade has a huge comeback this year. Um and also he has a daughter that we really didn't know about um in in bloodline. So there we go. So I'm gonna go back to Takia.
1: um so i guess i wanted to i i guess i'd kind of be piggybacking off of you but i wanted to say uh i'm proud of where tayona paris is going with her career because i don't think not that i had never seen her before but like it seems like now it's one of those things where like people are really recognizing because she was in what, Candyman. She did, of course, the Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. She did. Um, we call him Ty- Uh, they call him Tyrone. Um, and so like I kind of see her trajectory is like picking up speed. So I'm really happy to see that because I really like her a lot.
0: Yeah, she's. Fun. I have to. I still have to watch Shira because I know she was in that. I think that's still mm-hmm. on Amazon. Uh, oh, is it? I, I I think it was an Amazon original, maybe. I I can't. No, no, no. It, no, it was. It, it was in theaters, but I think it might still be on Amazon. I want to check that out.
1: Okay. And
0: uh, how about you, Michael? Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay
2: basically in the same realm where I was talking about before, like how impressed I was with Barbie. Right. So. You know
1: why I'm laughing? Because at this point I just want him to be like an ambassador for this movie. (laughs) Because he is because he is the last person it sounds like whoever thought he would like this movie, and now he's like, I just Barbie, man. This is gonna be the Barbie episode.
0: (laughs) That tells me a lot because if Michael is is that high up on it, then I need to watch it this weekend, definitely.
2: So Barbie's directed by uh, a female director, obviously named Greta Gerwig, and I've seen one other movie by Greta Gerwig before Barbie, and that was a movie years ago called Lady Bird. Um, oh, I've
1: heard that movie, but I haven't seen
2: it. Yeah, Lady Bird was Lady Bird was good, but again, like Barbie's a whole different animal. Where she literally mixes, she mixes genres in this movie that like when you try to put them together in your head outside of the Barbie experience, you're like, there's no way any of these things would work. <laughs> just opposed to each other. There's like, there's just no way. Like, the movie should fall flat on its face and it doesn't. Right? And the way that she mixes genres is amazing. So long story short, it becomes a billion dollar movie, which very few women in general get a chance to even helm in the society
0: <laughs> and
2: i'm always i'm always kind of interested in seeing how that changes that person's professional life and what's the next big thing that she'll be offered after that and from what i understand she's being handed the keys to um the line the line of the in wardrobe series. Oh mm,
1: that's interesting.
2: So it's gonna be really interesting to see what she does with that because I've seen I've seen the other representations of Lion the Witch in Wardrobe, including the cartoon years ago <laughs> when I was a kid. Um yeah. I I like them. I'm really Really interested in seeing what she does with it.
0: Cool. I I've, I've never seen those movies, so I have to actually watch the other movies. I never saw them. I just oh. it just never at the time. it just didn't, just wasn't there. Yeah. I, I didn't see them, but I I think they're on some. They got to be on some series. It's like there's like 97 streaming service. They got to be on. could be even so, I think. Like at lady, this point,
1: I have a streaming service.
0: I'm, I'm for real. <laughs> um, so what? It's called OnlyFans. So <laughs> when you um. <laughs> we can. <laughs> I, I got an end of year special, y'all. I'm telling you, <laughs> beating everything, peanut butter. Look, yeah. what I want to say. <laughs> um, I think Lady Bird might be on Hulu. I think I know. It's, okay. I've seen it on something. It might be on Hulu. Probably. Um, might yeah. That that might be it. Um, Takia. As far as comics, was there a comic that hit you this year?
1: So my favorite. Comic that hit me this year isn't even like traditional comic. It's on webtoon, and mm-hmm. it's called Dom and More. And uh, it's about it's a kind of a slice of life comic, but it's about um, two women who are who are together. One is um, one is a black woman who is a, a graphic designer, I believe. And the other is uh, I believe biracial Korean and Chinese and she's a a model. And she also identifies as uh, being asexual. So the coming together of those things uh, kind of lets you see, um, well, first of all, lets you see uh, The lifestyle of somebody who may not be like you, Um, but also it talks a lot it's very funny it's very sex positive and it talks about mental health unexpectedly I didn't I thought I was getting like just a straight up slice of life comic and then they started getting into like some mental health things in certain episodes and it's just. Really nuanced really in depth, and it also. uh, I think tackles those subjects with a lot of grace and heart and respect and compassion. Mm. And it's also a great model for how to be in a relationship with someone who's going through, you know, uh, certain things, whether it be with their mental health, whether it be with their confidence, whether it be with, you know, their body, things like that. Like, it kind of hit me unexpectedly because I just randomly... Just popped up on my webtoon one day as like a suggestion. I was like, oh, I checked this out. And it ended up being one of my favorite comics that I've read all year. So um, it's by Nafisa Tongue, mm-hmm. And I think she goes by uh, Dime Me Like a Sunset on Instagram. So I would recommend checking it out. I liked it a
0: lot. I'm going to have to check that out because that sounds, I, I love all of that. Being a, because that is a slice of life, that is the reality of life, be you know, going through all that, and especially mental health. So, that mm-hmm. actually, and Domin Moore,
1: Dom and Moore, yeah,
0: okay, I'm to have to check that out. So, the
1: main characters' names are Dominic, uh, Dominique, and Morgan. So, they just short. Oh, don't, oh, don't, oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah.
0: For me, I gotta say, comic, um, that I that hit me the most was um, Sirens of the City, um, Ooh, yeah, Boom Studios, originally uh, started by. Glass Eye Productions. or No, Glass Eye Studios, I want to say. Um, this is co-created by Joanne Starr and Kyrie Randolph. Mm-hmm. And it's set in the 1980s in New York. Um, so you're getting the whole aesthetic. you Obviously, you're getting... Um, Kyrie is just ridiculously brilliant art and all the things that he, hit, that he hides in there. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, it's a limited series of only six issues, but it gives you so much. It's basically um, The Uncanny or The Fair Folk. Um, it's the... Uh, the lichen, the werewolves, the vampires, sirens, um, succubi, um, all of those creatures, uh, those, those denizens who are living in New York, um, as you know, just regular people, but you know, they can manifest. And it's also, but hidden in this dark urban fantasy story is a story of a young girl named Layla who mm-hmm. is pregnant. And it's she, we open the story with her walking across the street to go to a, an abortion clinic because she wants to get an abortion. And she and this man is standing in her way, this tall white man, older man. It was such a metaphor that it was so on the nose that your finger was in your nose. And oh, it yes. was and she and he's telling her you can't get an abortion. And she says, Why don't you go um why don't you go get hit by a bus or something like that? The man turns around, walks the street, and gets hit by a bus. Then we find out that she is a siren, that she has the ability to tell people what to do when her voice has a certain way but then we find out that the succubi are men who have power over the women and they can make women do what they want and they've been doing this for centuries and centuries and turns out that she's pregnant by one of the succubi but she didn't know and he didn't know and there's this thing about the baby could kill her and him if it's born because of drain of life what have you but there's a very incredible and poignant scene and very um very hard-hitting if you grew up in the 80s Especially, um, there's a scene where she tries to to abort the baby herself with with a wire hanger, and it's so striking. It's an issue three. It's so striking. I stared at it for a, a few minutes, and just to, because I remember as a kid hearing those stories and it being in movies and things like that, and it's one of the most hard hitting comics with action, adventure, you have the fantasy and everything, but there's that underlying story of that. And I think that's a very incredible and amazing story. Oh, actually, Creed, the next round. Um, Only comic I can think of where we have a black, young, female lead who's deaf and a boxer. And Mm. carrying on Creed 3, phenomenal uh, next installation to the story. Ten years later, incredible. Absolutely loved it. It was one I definitely pick up, and that one's four or five Mm -hmm. issues. Hope we get more out of that story in comic form because it was amazing. They even used um, uh, sign language in the comic, you'll see word bubbles come from the hands, that means that they're signing and they're using African American um sign language. Where if they're speaking, it comes from uh the mouth. Those two were comics that were so in depth and on point and hitting, absolutely recommend them truthfully. All right, so we've uh, about- Antonio, yes.
1: may, may I say something real quick? Yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, when I was talking about Nafisa Tongue, I Realize, I said she. um, Nafisa goes by they/them pronouns, I believe. So I just wanted to correct that. Okay. Apologize. Um, But definitely check them out on their Instagram.
0: I want to check out that um, that webtoons come because I I'm not I always forget I have webtoons. But then when someone says there's a great comic, I want to go and I'm like okay okay, and but then I still forget because because webtoons is like in the corner, and I always forget about it. It's the same thing with Apple TV. I kept forgetting I had it. Just there's just so much out there. I can't I can't focus. But what I can always focus on is food. So I poised this question to y'all before the show, and I know it was a hard question. What was the best thing you've had to eat all year?
1: Oh man! <laughs>
0: <laughs> boom pop bit. What you got? What you got?
1: I okay. I got I got one, maybe two, okay. but one for sure. Okay. So my husband uh, has a friend who's been working with for years who. I found out maybe just a few years ago, makes probably the best sweet potato pie I've ever had. And that's saying a lot, cause I've had a lot of good sweet potato pie, but cool. Cool. he made, he, he <laughs> my husband sent me a picture. Cause he makes every year, he makes a bunch of them for people. And I was like, oh, is that all for us? And he was like, no. <laughs> all right but so he gave us two sweet potato pies this year and oh my god oh my goodness it's so good so shout out to kevin for his sweet potato pie
0: and i know they both going michael oh, oh what, what about kid? you <laughs> uh,
2: if you have the time please make it over to timeout market in brooklyn Brooklyn. go to bark barbecue barbecue all right two words for you dominican barbecue man shut up (laughs) that's all i gotta say
0: (laughs) michael knows michael know how to get me brother you know you know how to get me amazing
2: amazing food especially the brisket the brisket there is life-changing brother life-changing
0: yeah, you said Barks barbecue? barbecue.
2: Yeah, Barks Bark Bark B A R K. Oh, Bark. Okay. Yeah, you you don't even need. They give you sauce for the uh for the brisket. You don't need it at all.
1: Mm. That's how I good mean, it is. Oh man. <laughs> and where did you say it was? We're in Brooklyn.
2: It's in Timeout Market in Brooklyn. Okay. On, uh, I'm not sure where to stop. It's on the F train though.
0: 55 okay. Water Street in Brooklyn, fifth yes. floor, fifth, yes. fifth floor. Just, just like, bro, man, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. there, there, are
2: plenty, there are plenty of restaurants inside of Time on Market, so it's not just Bark barbecue, but bar barbecue is among the
0: best in there. Dominican just... flavors cooked with Texas barbecue techniques, man. Shut your mouth, you already yes, have me. Hello, yes, bro. All right, so I. Oh, my God i feel like we could go more i might ask y'all to do some more i'm i'm, I'm a, but not right now not right now um but yeah the, the talk got deep because definitely there's a lot of issues going on but the bottom line is an hour two hours three hours isn't enough because there's so much oh this year that was great and like i said it is golden um age between the movies with mcu and marvel we got um Yu, Yu haku show came out on netflix live action cm punk is back in the wwe after he got <laughs> fired from aew he going for the title baby sweet daddy is going for the title I'll see your star baby i see a starcade rick play i see ya starcade baby big dust going for the belt baby that's why andre that, that's a shoot baby um we've got um there's a, a new uh, god of war Ragnarok game that i believe came yeah. out the other day Blade is going to be getting a a video game. There's so much going on in every single area that it's incredible. So, folks, look, take our recommendations, but go out and find some other things. Go tip your, you know, go tip your waitress or your server, your waiter after you've eaten. Go out. Check out a bookstore. Check out the movies, what have you. Okay. Go support. Do what you can because there's a lot out there and there's no way that everyone can cover it. But I'm doing my best. Folks, I'm only one man. I've only got two hands, despite what I said earlier about having ten hands. That was a lie. It was a flood. I messed up. It happens. Whatever. But I want you to keep trying. Yes. So I want to thank Michael Williams, Cinema CEO, Cinema God. There you go. You got three of them. You happy? Thank you. And also, always, brother, because, you know, we go way back like shoe leather. I don't know what that yes. means. Uh, <laughs> don't even know myself. For, to Kia Marie, as always, thank you so very much for being here as well. Folks, we'll have more. There's always going to be more. Keep turning those pages. Have a great night. Um, happy New Year to you. There's a lot more coming up. I think I'm going to do my own review show of stuff as well that probably won't even make any sense. I'm probably just going to be drunk when I do it. Truthfully, it'll just be way easier to do. <laughs> have a good evening. Enjoy the rest or day, whatever time it is, and um, I'll see you all later. Peace.
1: Later, people.